Let us begin by saying that today is Veterans Day. And Veterans Day is a day where we as Americans pretend to give a damn about veterans. We pretend that we care about veterans. We will say, support our troops. We'll have a little meme or a little gif or something that says, or is it a gif? I think, no, I think it's a it's a gif. I remember reading this. I think it's a gif. Um, we, we will have signs that say, they gave, well, that's Memorial Day. Well, whatever. You know, they get them confused and uh, we pretend, you know, that we love the veterans. Even though the suicide rates are through the roof, nobody cares. We basically abandoned all um, attempts at any kind of veterans, uh, you know, funding and the like. Anybody, anybody, anybody who would recommend that their kids go into the military today, unless it is completely non-combat, they're in the they're in the Air Force or Coast Guard or something. But Marines, Army, Special Forces, now God knows where you'll go. You'll end up in some place fighting for you don't know. Are you going to be going around Israel or I don't know? Maybe to maybe to Ukraine. There's a lot of crazy people out there who want a lot of crazy stuff to be done, and they have no you you you've this this is a joke. We just pretend that we love veterans. We don't give a damn about veterans. We we just kind of have this idea. There was a picture of Andrew Cuomo. He says he's just talking to some guy wearing camis or something, and he says those who served. Well, you didn't serve, and I didn't serve, and why do you want to serve? The military is a wonderful thing, but let me tell you something. This idea that somehow it is patriotic today is a joke because you've got people like Nikki Haley and Victoria Nuland and other people who have stock in Raytheon and Boeing and Grumman, Northern Grumman, who just want to send you as cannon fodder for some kind of a I don't know what. And if you ever even suggest for a moment that your kid ever join the Marines, I'd I, if my son or daughter said, well, maybe daughter because you're not combat, but join the Marines, I'd have them committed. What are you, nuts? Do you not pay attention? Nobody cares about you. You're not going to be defending your country. Are you free today because of Vietnam? Are you able to speak? First of all, can you speak? I don't know. I'm not even sure. All of you sidelined social media folks, because the First Amendment is not about the government shutting you down. It's about it's not the thought police, it's the thought vigilantes. This is a joke. I mean, what they 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 fought to save us. Free. What? What? What did Iraq have to do? That didn't do a thing for us. It didn't make me free. Afghanistan didn't make me free. What? What? It, why do we keep saying this? We repeat these tropes and memes. So. Thank you for being a veteran, especially those poor kids, the young men and, who were drafted, who died in Vietnam. We still can't figure Vietnam out. Still can't figure. I'm going to talk about this for a moment. And all the protests and how the world is falling apart and how they want to crush Trump. Okay? On this, the 11th day of the 11th month, as we remember, Armistice Day. Okay? But in the meantime, let me ask you folks to please like the video, subscribe to the channel. Oh, we got so much to talk about. 
so much to talk about. Subscribe to the channel, hit that little bell, and be notified of stuff. But first, 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 before we begin, a word from our incredibly important and vital sponsor. Dark clouds are gathering as markets shudder. Stocks are sinking, currency stumbling, fear and uncertainty reign. The Middle East, Ukraine, Taiwan, the debt, it's endless. Yet one asset stands firm, gold. In crisis after crisis, gold is there in the background. Its enduring value guards against loss, like a missile shield against incoming. While paper wealth burns, gold persists. Shield your savings against looming threats, war, recession, contagion, and avoid the frenzied panic of the unprepared. Take control in the chaos. Fortune favors decisive action. Get hold of gold now before it's out of reach. And right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free five-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every new IRA. Claim your free coin today to secure your financial future. As this new storm gathers, panic looms. And some of the places you were thinking of for your money, well, They don't look so clever anymore. Secure your future against disaster now. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA and claim your free bullion coin today. Go to LionelNationGold.com. That's LionelNationGold.com. LionelNationGold.com, the only gold company I trust. And remember, there's always a risk of investment, and there's no guarantee of any kind. Little Joe, by the way, Lionel Merch, available online right now, my friend. You know, whenever I, I, I guess one of the things that I've always, and I've always been like this my entire life, is I hate when people pretend that they believe in something. Well, if the good Lord, people always say this, the good Lord. Wait a minute, there's Sparky. Lionel, I sent you an email last night about Super Chat censorship to your info mailbox. Oh, and I thank you, Sparky. And I sent it off to my my folks. My God, even though you wrote some rather rebarbative and rather peaking things, which I think are still come under the rubric of free speech. But thank you for that. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sparky. That really means a lot to me. Um, couple of, And by the way, Sparky, you were in the military and I, we, we thank you for your service. But did you go into the military too? What did you go in the military for? Am I supposed to? Seriously, I, I, I mean this. When somebody was in the military. I, I, have a, I have a dear, dear friend of mine who uh, was in the military and he was a uh, very, very, um, he's not he was my age, but he was a, uh, uh, served, he was in a ranger battalion, did, did a lot of good stuff, you know, but, but he's always said, look, I, I didn't, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I know what I'm doing, but what am I, am I doing it for any particular reason other than my own not benefit, but do cops become cops to 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 keep the country safe? No. Their father was a policeman. They want to go in. They like what they're doing. They took the test. I mean, anybody who wants to become a cop to to save the world from I mean, come on. What are you talking about? This is re, that's ridiculous. We love platitudes in this country. We we just we we love these. Pretend words that that we these 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 concepts and the like. Sparky says in the early 1990s, the military training was sissified across the board when non-military academics got involved. Not an issue at first, since X gens were tough already. Not today, snowflakes. Well, I appreciate that. You know, Sparky. One of the things that 
you really have to understand, and I'm sure you have no understandings, is that in order to be a, 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 a soldier, you have to ask yourself, what do I want? I want mindless young people in great shape who will do what I say. I don't want them asking a lot of questions. I don't want anybody asking questions. I don't want to say, is this a good idea? No, I want them to go in and say, I'm going to do it. Listen to the way the military, listen to what military, I, I love listening to ex-military in terms of the, um, uh, the, uh, these, these channels, you know, these uh, warrior types, you know, I was, uh, we were at Delta Force and, and SEAL Team 6. Everybody was in SEAL Team 6. Everybody. This, this SEAL, not SEAL Team 3, SEAL Team 6. You got Don Shipley. We you in Buds? You got Stolen Valor? I was a Marine. Why, why would, imagine the demented people claiming to be a SEAL member when you're not a SEAL. What? That's demented. It's demented. I've never, I've never, I never understood Vietnam as like, what are we going to, what, th- this military is important. Yes, yes, we're here, but we have the greatest military. To do what? What is it that we're going to do? What, Grenada? Afghanistan? If it wasn't for World War II after that, that was the last one. Korea? North Korea? We basically, that was, that was a ceasefire. Get the hell out of there. Thanks to O.P. Smith and Matthew Ridgway, we didn't completely lose everything. I understand something. Military is to kill people and blow things up. That's it. It's not to go into be all that you can be and travel and GI Bill and even have that anymore. No, it's not it. What's really sad, what's really sad, oh my God, is every year, when is Fleet Week? Every year we have Fleet Week. Was it June or July or when is it, honey? Memorial Day. Memorial Day, okay. So I know. So we we see them, and they got these Marines walking around. I don't know. I don't know what Marines are supposed to look like, but I see like little kids, little boys and girls walking around, and and Navy. Oh my God! People walking around who I guess you're on a ship, you don't have to be, but so out of shape. It just listen. God bless them. Um, you know, whatever. I'm not. I'm not. I know people are going to take this the wrong way. We need we need a military. If we don't have a military, somebody's going to invade us. I understand this. Yes, we need this. But this this pretend uh, fealty that we have towards it, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Now, so anyway, thank you for your service. I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, we, we, you know, you we're, we're, we're paying you and we should pay you and you, we should pay you more and what you're doing is noble and we need you. But understand something, Nikki Haley doesn't give a damn about you. You know, Henry Kissinger supposedly said, and I don't know if this is true or not, but he supposedly said something like, you know, poor people fight or whatever. I don't know. I mean, the sentiment was probably correct, but I, I don't know if this was true in any event. But there are people today who want to just throw you around and they, they, they don't care the world about you. They don't care. You understand this? They don't care. Where, where it is today is probably intel. And the lines of the military between the intel. Elon Musk is probably more a part of the military than the 1st Marine Division. More... 
uh, war today is more about, it's about psychological, it's about misinformation and disinformation and disinformation and a lot of other things as well. Okay, let me stop for a second. Here's what's going on. Now, do you understand, by the way, let me, let me fill you in. Do you understand the notion of what we are seeing right now regarding wild, frenzied, insane protesting going on as we speak in the name of in the name of Palestine and I guess anti-Israel but are you seeing this in New York Grand Central climbing up holes pulling down American flags throwing them down putting up Palestinian flags what do you think about that what do you think about that now, before you do, before you comment, what do you think about that? Think about this. Sparky says, went into the Army in the early 80s as a scatterbrain. I was a failure in school, so I joined to shake things up, hoping they'd fall in my favor. It was unusual to join then since Vietnam was in memory. What was your highest rank? What was your, what did you retire as? You were a sergeant, were you not? Were you a, which is a, a very important thing, but. But and also, I I uh, have been looking at a lot of these pictures of, of Marines uh, and a lot of uh, 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 you know various new DIs. I don't know what they're saying. It seems almost how can anybody take this seriously? Have you seen DIs screaming and yelling? <laughs> I would laugh. I would absolutely laugh. Look at this. This is so good. Roland says, like, subscribe, and share the nation. Join Lionel. Thank you so much. You're so good about that. Thank you there. Have you seen, by the way, before, the, the, these DIs? It's it's comical. They really say, are you kidding me? Is, is anybody, are you serious? Maybe because I'm, uh, I could be their father. I have no idea. But is anybody really serious? And women Marines being screamed at? Now, I'm sorry. I don't think that's a women Marines. Okay. I think women can be just as, just as, just as whatever it is. But I mean, this doesn't do any, I, I I don't know if, if like the, you know, if we could ever really handle or tangle with the, the, uh, the Turks, but in any event, let me stop for a second. Thank you, Sparky. Let me move over here. Okay. And by the way, thanks Sparky for his service and everybody else for that service. I remember, remember during during COVID, we would thank the first responders and the and the people. I remember one time we were in a grocery store and I talked to the guy in produce. I said, "Thank you." It was scary as hell. Remember that people said, "Can I go outside?" This guy's putting up, you know, bok choy, and I said, "Good for you, thank you." Seriously, he's got all these weird people coming in. Being, you know, this is before anybody knew anything about COVID, okay? Before we knew the truth, you know what I mean? But that that was tough. That was tough. That was really scary. I mean, seriously. Um, in any event, new question. What do you think is happening when you see all of this, not protest, but violence regarding Palestine? What do you think about that? Now, I've got friends of mine who are Unable to do this. I believe that there are people 
who make very, 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 very uh, good cases, good, good positions regarding Palestinian rights and some of the horrors that they've been talking about for years. And and my my Israeli friends or pro say, wow, that's their fault. Excuse me, this is what they're saying. Wow, it's their fault. It's their fault. You ever heard this one? Wow, it's their fault. You know, black people enjoy uh, poverty. Well, when I came in our, our country, we didn't have anything in there. What the hell was black people? It's their fault. Everybody always says it's their fault. Well, do you think black people are bad? Shout them out here about black people. They were. They're poor. We were poor. We were Irish, Irish, Italian, and Jewish. We, we did it. How come they're always complaining? Ever hear that one? Okay. So, so shut up, black people. Just, you don't know what you're talking about. Women. I don't worry about women. My mother was a woman and I've been, it's, it's her own damn fault. It's her own damn fault. Glass ceiling. I don't want to hear about this anymore. People just, they, they just dismiss it. So I don't know about you, but forever when people are talking about apartheid, people are talking about all kinds of just 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 levels of horror that we're seeing constantly in in uh, Palestine, West Bank, Gaza. I think they're telling the truth. Something has to be done. Put that over there. Okay, here's one plate, spinning plate. Next one, Israelis are saying, "What the hell's going on here?" First of all, I'm an Israeli citizen. What do I have to do? What do I have to do? Wait in the hold to stop. In deference to our in deference to our front here. I was a staff sergeant, three chevrons and a rocker. I didn't retire. I didn't re-enlist. Back then, military was about the only place to learn high tech. So I went to work as a phone company engineer. Excellent. Three chevrons and a rocker. Well, on behalf of a grateful nation, thank you. And by the way, uh, I remember years ago hearing this. Uh, it, was a, it was a great article that said uh, presidents should not salute troops because the president aren't, is not in uniform. Dwight Eisenhower never, never, ever saluted anyone if he was wearing a suit. This, this guy knows a little bit about military regulations. I like when they play soldiers. They play soldiers. I mean, that was okay when you were a kid, but later on. But thank you, sir. Now, let's go back to this. Let's ask a question. Very, very important issue here. <clears throat> Got the Palestinian issue. Next plate. Spin the next plate. Israelis say, we gave you Gaza. Okay? You wanted Gaza? You got it. 2005. It's yours. And what did you do? You let Hamas come along and steal all your money, all your stuff, and all your water Michael Oren said that the amount of water that's actually provided to Gaza from Israel is de minimis compared to what I don't know. And that, uh, that Hamas basically takes all of the pipes and all of the uh, whatever, and they make rockets out of it. Okay, fine. Okay, 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 okay. And you, you know, you, 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 uh, Hamas, you, you, you know, Gaza, this is, this is who's running your show, you know. And you're turning around. If you think you're going to be shelling us, you're out of your mind. If you think we're going to have somebody in our country, basically in our country, right there, Gaza, and there, and the West Bank, shelling us, <coughs> the first intifada, second intifada, they told him, you're not going to do this. You got that straight? Okay, fine. Does Israel have a point? Yeah, they got a point. Okay, a second place. So now we got two, we got two plates. Palestinian, okay, you got a point. Not all Palestinian points, but a lot of them make a lot of sense. And Israel, Sure. A lot of Israel's by the way, excuse me, yes, I'm not Jewish, I'm Arab, and I'm living 
in a shtarot or whatever. And I don't like this. Okay, got that one. And by the way, I'm not a Zionist either. Okay, I guess definitely. And I am a Zionist. Okay, we got that plate. My favorite one too is people say, "Well, why don't these? Well, why don't these Palestinians go to some other country?" That's my favorite one. And I say, you know, I, have you ever heard this? Did you ever hear Egypt? Egypt doesn't take these people, but the people don't want to go. That's like saying, "Well, Israel, why do you have to go there? Why don't you go to? I, I think Uganda." Didn't Uganda? They wanted a what? Wasn't that what? Wasn't that the story in in Uganda? There was a Uganda and someplace else or, or Argentina. And and uh, Jews said we don't want to go to Argentina or Israel. We want to go here. What do you mean go back? Uh, Uganda? What? No. Well, anyway, they're saying it now. They tell the Palestinians, "Well, why don't you go someplace else? Well, why don't you go someplace else?" This is nuts. Edie says, I'm a hippie from a military family. Thanks to all the vets for their service. Thank you, Edie. And by the way, thanks for all the people who stopped the wars. So we, so you vets can go and, and, and be on standby. I don't want you to have to kill yourself for a war. We can't explain yet. Okay. So good for you there. Okay. That's it. Got about four or five plates going all simultaneously. Okay? Okay. Now we have protesters. Where are the Israeli protesters? Well, that's very, you would be very, I would not advise that. Not here, not now, because nobody's going to come help you. Because you know these Palestinian folks, if you think, if you think that these are all just a bunch of impromptu folks, okay, this is Antifa, BLM, this is Atpour, this is choreographed. If you don't see this, if you think that all of this is just a bunch of ragtag folks who say, hey, let's go to, want to go to Grand Central? And Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you think this is just a bunch of people just, you know, simultaneously just showing their anger, you got to be kidding me. Now, that has nothing to do with the particular cause or the plight of the Palestinians. But I know agent provocateur is like you can't believe. And I know bullshit when I see it. And if you think that these folks are just all of a sudden out of nowhere, just 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 kind of like letting off steam, you're out of your mind. This is BLM and Antifa. This is so organized. And by the way, it is there's a certain momentum that is that is happening in and of itself. But I promise you, when you have when you have uh American uh, or New York City cops just watching this. Excuse me. They're climbing up poles and they're ripping stuff out and and they're they're breaking down. They're trying to break into uh, Grand Central State. God damn it! Do something. What if this? You're 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 showing the rest of the world this is the way New York City cops. Don't forget. Don't forget. After after uh, um, after Stonewall in 1969. The first time the New York City cops ran away from a bunch of gay protesters. They ran away. Oh, that didn't look good. Second time, they didn't run away. How does that look to us? By the way, parenthetically, Eric Adams is just toast. This guy, the the FBI seized his phones. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. And they are jumping ship like rats off a ship. And they're going to be ratting him out like you can't believe. So let me tell you something right now. I don't give a diddly damn what your protest is. You may have a great point. 
I could say I believe in the in the, the and I believe in the Constitution, but but I'm not going to riot in favor of the Constitution. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? But that's what's going on right now. See, see what's happening. I see what's happening. Don't you see what's happening? We all see what's happening. You got it. Okay, think about this for a moment, my friend. Stand by for one second. Let me remind you, as always, to please like the video. Please subscribe to this channel. Keep us going. Keep those metrics going. And also, by the way, in terms of chaos and torment and problems and dread and the like, what happens if for some particular reason, all of a sudden, these riots shut down stores? What if there's some malware? What if there's some God knows what? What if stores are closed and food's not available? I've got an idea. All right, fellow Patriot, let's talk about My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness company, and it is more than equipped to stock your shelves in times of emergency. You can ditch the canned vegetables in the box, pasta and the banana chips and the jerky. Their best-selling three-month food kit provides delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that last up to 20 five years. Now, these meals offer over 2,000 calories every day with a balance of protein and carbs to keep you fed and ready to go in the event of an emergency. Just add water and heat, then eat. Start or strengthen your food supply with this three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. So go to preparewithlionel.com to get ready. Preparewithlionel.com. I'm going to say it again. Preparewithlionel.com. Go sense, doesn't it? Absolutely. So as we speak right now, we have a lot of people who are sitting back and they're saying, well, I don't know what to do. My friends, they're coming to this country. Now, now I, I, I don't know if you want to uh, understand, if, if you want to listen to this, maybe you don't. I don't know. I think you do. I think you do. I think you do. I hope you do. But I want you to listen carefully. This is a big, big deal, my friends. By the way, our good friend uh, Sparky says, uh, true about not saluting when it's civilian clothes. Reagan began that trend. He did. But since each president is the commander in chief, there's no one who can order them not to salute. Oh, no, no, Sparky. You, you can't. You can't. There's no rule. You can't, uh, uh, you know, fine them or anything like that. You're right about that. But I'm just saying it's just incorrect. And by the way, they're only the commander in chief to the military, not to me. He's not my commander-in-chief. He's their commander-in-chief. And, and I'm just going to say something. I mean, I, I, I appreciate this, but I want to understand something. Let me go back. I'm jumping back and forth, but that's okay. Get used to what I'm doing. A lot of plates here. The police, thank you for your service. You work for me, okay? And the military, I'm always suspect of the standing army just like our, our forebears have been, okay? Okay? Look at this. SGW said, hang on, this is this is very important. Uh, this is important. He said, I'm a vet and so glad my son did not join. Between the jabs and the wokeness, the U.S. military has gone to crap. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We need absolute killers. Uh, they're, they're jab, but but they're also, they're, they're, they're just, they're, they're played with like cattle. Nobody really, nobody, you know. I mean, that's what you do when, if it comes, I mean, the, the, the idea of, of what the military does. You are a bullet. You are a, 
you're you're not given any kind of uh, uh, insight into your particular way of looking at the world. Like, well, what do you think about this, Dave? You think we should go in and I don't know, what do you think? I don't think it's a good. Stop it. That doesn't work. You hear what I'm saying? That does not work. It's that simple, my friends. Now, let me just explain to you a few things which are also very, very critical for people to understand. I am a realist. I keep telling people this. It's not a, it's not, I'm not saying that just to say, I say it because I mean it. There there is something to be said for that. I am a realist. I am somebody who believes in reality of the situation and not necessarily the way things should be. Okay. I don't say things just to say them. Most organizational concepts I find to be absolutely porous and subject to complete and total uh, duplicity. Military, patriotism, uh, law and order, you name it, okay? Name it. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's one of those things that's just ridiculous. Patriotism. What does that mean? The patriot is somebody who respects the Constitution. A patriot is somebody who says, hey, that election was stolen. A patriot is somebody who says, wait a minute, you have, there is no such thing as biomedical tyranny. Our enemy today is not from anywhere. It's not, it's not from Palestine. It's not from Israel. It's not from anywhere. It's here. It's here. And you know who our enemy is? Our fellow citizens. Remember, it's not the, it's, it's not the thought police I worry about. It's the thought vigilantes. Private bands of individuals designed and organized and put together to try to limit what I say. Not the government. Not not the government. They're doing it. They're responsible for this. Do you hear what I'm saying? They are responsible. This is the thing which is the most important. Sparky says, police work for the elites, sheriff department work for us, although there's some overlap. Uh, sort of. You know, uh, you're right about that. Sheriff's office, sheriffs in the most part, have always done things like courts, uh, civil process, uh, you know. We always, you, you always remember something, which is very critical. The mafia. I cannot believe how many, I don't know how I'm on this stuff, but I'm so just overwhelmed with all this mafia talk. They're glorifying, glorifying all of these uh, folks who were, well, you know, uh, Jimmy the Jet Burke, you know, a Chin Gigante was. By the way, his nickname did not come from this, from pointing to the chin. His nickname as a kid was Chinzino. His mother called him Chinzino, and Chin was, anyway, it doesn't matter. The reason, the basis, the initial aspect of what created, if you will, the mafia, but you know, the mafia siciliana, was the fact that they needed some form of a buffer against these authoritarian and totalitarian feudal land barons who basically uh, uh, held people against their will. And they were the tools. The, 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 the government was the tool of these people. And what did they do after, after, before Gladio, one of the reasons, what did we do when we went to Sicily? We basically gave them back. We, we installed uh, Vizzini and uh, Cassiofero and all these others. We put them back in because they helped us during World War II. 
Vito Genovese was one of the greatest patriots ever. He hated Mussolini. Why? Because he was a patriot? Well, sort of. But Mussolini was the one who basically, because of Cesare Mori, wanted to shut down the organized crime. Remember, communist people do not like organized crime. Castro did not like the mafia. Mussolini did not like the mafia. Now, why? Well, because, well, uh, Romans didn't like Jesus. It's a, it's a constant battle between this. And I'm sure you understand how this thing works. I don't trust any kind of government. Man is corrupt. If you leave a piece of bread out, it will get moldy. And the faster it gets moldy, the better it is for you to eat initially. Okay? Preservatives, not good. There's nothing wrong with bacteria. There's nothing wrong with mold. There's nothing. It's in. It's it's a fact of life, and corruption is a fact of life. And man is essentially evil, and organizations are evil, and government is evil. It seeks to create the illusion that it is protecting you. It protects those people who are smart enough to get into the government to take over and say, guess what? I'm here. Just like teachers. There are so many great teachers, but there are so many slugs. There are so many civil service types of figures. Screw this. Come on. And maybe maybe their desire at first was quashed and trampled upon by a... By a but government is nowhere. We have gone and we, we are imperialists. The United States government is not nice. It's not nice. Our military is not nice. We are not well, we are not well thought of in the world. And I don't blame them. I don't understand this. You watch Full Metal Jacket. What was that about? Oh, that was great. Those people were killers. We made killers. We went over there to people in their country and told them they've got to stop fighting for their country. I, I don't understand how this is. I've never understood this. But we talk about these wars and we get ourselves into this stuff and then we say, boy, that was terrible. I say, well, yeah. And the best part, Kissinger didn't care. McNamara didn't care. Victoria Newland doesn't care. Nikki Haley doesn't care. Nobody cares about this. That's why if you join the Marines today, are you kidding me? You mean nothing to them. Nothing. You are just, oh, they're going to go like this to you, and they're going to, oh, this is great, and they, I'm sorry, if you don't know that's true, and to be a cop today, you got to be kidding me. You know what they tell the cops? Don't overreact. Don't be aggressive. Just do your duty. Go home. That's it. One of the best movies I want you to see is a movie called Short Time with Dabney Coleman. It's the best car chase scene I've ever seen. Better than that guy, Bill, what's his name, in Bullet and French Connection. Dabney Coleman's called Short Time. It's about a guy who's, he's about to retire, and he's just almost done. He's almost done with his tour, and he, and he tells his, his, his partner is a guy who did Max Headroom, the voice. And he says, slow down. Don't take this call. Why? I got a day to go. Short time. I'm going to be out in a moment. Please don't rush things. Don't, don't rush. Don't hurry. Take it easy. Always wears his seatbelt. He goes, I got a couple of days more. Then you can, you know, we're going to 211 in progress. Don't take that. Why? I'm going to retire. Don't subject me to, okay, you got the idea. Through 
a fluke, he thinks he's going to die. He thinks he has this disease. So he goes to the HR, whatever, and he says, by the way, when I die, my son, he wants his son to go to Harvard. This is how old this was. He wants his son to basically take his benefits. And they say, oh, no. Under the terms of your insurance, you have to die in, in, in combat, in the line of duty. He says, what? He says, yes, your son will not benefit at all unless you die in the line of duty through some brave. Automatically, he goes from don't take that call, take it easy, slow down to taking every call. <laughs> he keeps winning medals and he just wants to die in the line of duty. One of the funniest stories ever. And it's about being a cop. And what being a cop is. And the first part is like most cops. Don't do this. Serpico, what an idiot. I've never, people think Frank Serpico was a, was a, uh, a, a role model. What? Let me tell you something right now. I'm telling you right off the bat. I may not have been a dirty cop, but I am not going to rat anybody out. No way. With a bunch of people with guns who I need to protect me? No. Uh Uh-uh. And if I go to Vietnam and I sit there and I see one of my compatriots do something to some village girl, I'm not going to say anything. Why? Because I'm going to get fragged. What are you, nuts? I need these people. This is war. Not only that, you made these people this way. You made them crazy. You wanted us to be crazy? They're crazy. What do you want them to do? Show some compassion before while we kill people? Oh, no, no. I'm a realist. My morality is, there's my own individual, but when it comes to institutional morality, forget it. Ah, I don't respect these systems. How do I become, how do I act morally in something that I think is immoral? What does that mean? What does that mean? Do you know what your job to do when you run for office is to win? Does that mean cheat? Don't get caught. That's what I learned. Don't get caught or make sure you cheat with the right people determining what cheating is. Don't get caught. You win. And as soon as you win, you pay off all the people that helped you there because that's what it's about. Because if you don't do that, you're not going to win. And if you think you're going to help anybody in politics, you're out of your mind. Barry Taylor says, I served as a corpsman in the Navy and Marines, and I can assure you the injuries were appalling. We gave them all the attention we could. Oh, my God. That is just, I cannot imagine what you saw. And Barry, that is a thank you for your service. Not that others don't require it as well. Here we go. You're not even a doctor. I mean, you you know, don't get me wrong. You probably know more than, anyone, than most people. And you're you're there. And I know in World War II, they had big red X's. It's like, what is this? Why are you why are you signaling who the corpsman is? Well, the Geneva Conventions, by the way, conventions. Screw that. It's ridiculous. Do you know, Barry, that was interesting? There was a there was a story. I'll never forget reading this. That there was a trauma doctor who said that when a bullet around enters the brain that it is so hot and so uh 
of, of, of such incredibly high temperature that it actually sears. It, it, it closes and sterilizes the wound. And oftentimes it, they change the way they thought about removing bullets and things like that because it actually is almost encased in some, which is fascinating. I told you about this doctor that I met in uh, Israel in Tel Aviv, I believe, at this at this uh, uh, Hadassah hospital where he was he was his his specialty was bomb blast when people are hit by the percussion of of um, suicide bombers. They called them suiciders. It's unbelievable. This guy is became the expert. He could look at an x-ray and say, oop, he talks about the angel of death. He could see when internal organs were basically almost macerated by the percussion of volumes of air This never hit by anything. It's brutal. It's barbaric. And what do you think also what war is? Terrifying the enemy. Remember the rocks in Vietnam? Remember the Koreans? Oh my God. I heard these stories when I was, you know, people would say, you know, the military would say, we want to, we want to get this guy. We would catch this VC or NVA, whoever it was. And they, you got to ask them a question. They'd say, either you answer me or I'm calling the rocks. And they said, oh, no, no, we'll answer your question. Because the Koreans would go there and just throw them out of planes and torture them. And they, I mean, you know, this is what you would hear. That's precisely what war is. It's terrifying people. You want to be nicey-nicey about it? It's terrifying people. You want to be a cop? You sure? It's terrifying people. There are people out there in the world you don't want to meet. There are people out in the world who are animals, with all due respect to animals. There are people in the world who are animals. We are animals. Again, with all due respect. Animals are, they're nice to be, they really don't attack each other. I mean, every now and then bonobos attack. But for the most part, they really don't. Dogs will not attack other dogs. They have all these incredibly important signals and hey look at this you know I'm, I'm exposing my neck leave me alone it's like when your dog you is rolling over doesn't want you to pet him he's basically doing that but it's also submission look you're the boss you feed me I want you to understand i dig my subservience here that's what that's all about let me tell you i it it, it, it this is a brutal world but going back to this palestinian stuff now i'm going to throw one at you ready for this in my movie, in my movie, in my movie is this world where I live, where I have all, I have the brightest, smartest, most brilliant people anybody has ever seen. They are the most brilliant. And they think of things and at levels of chess you haven't thought about. What if somebody says, I represent the Israeli faction? What is the Israeli faction? Is it Israel? Maybe. Is Jews? Maybe. Is it anti-Palestinian? Maybe. I don't know. But I represent the people who are what you would say would be Israel. Okay. What would I do? I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to organize. I want as violent a group of people as possible to represent the Palestinian side as possible to show Americans whose side they should be on. Is that far-fetched? Is that an inside job? Is that a false flag? Is it, What do you call it? Think about it. <clears throat> Think about it. And here's the best part. It takes nothing to organize this. What if I pick up, what if I'm working with Antifa? What if Antifa is mine? 
What if everybody is mine? I'm going to go back and explain something to you. Ready for this? I want you to listen to me carefully. Listen to me like you've never listened before, okay? Listen to me carefully. Years ago, there's a fellow who might be a member of this Italian-American secret organization. And he said something like this. He said, how easy do you think it would be to wipe out, let's call it the LCN, the mob, the life, the thing, the street, the mafia. How easy do you think it would be? Come on. Today, there was a big bust recently. It was a Gambino. I don't know what it was. They got Lonnie and these other guys. Whatever. There was a big, oh, big bust. Listen to me carefully. Are you listening? How easy would it be? He says, they know who we are. Everybody's walking around telling everybody who it is. You look at these ridiculous videos of all these ex-mobsters, and what are they doing? They're telling everybody, we were the mob. I was the mob. I was this. I was made. I was straightened out. I got my badge. I got my button. I got this. It's, it's ridiculous. Secret organization. Everybody knows who it is. How easy would you it would it be to wipe these people out? You could go and you could pick up 100 people, wipe them all out in Rico, and put them away in the Century Club. Football scores, as they call them, you know, 40, 50 years, like scores in football. They could do this easy. Why don't they? They need us. How hard do you think it would be to wipe out the Hells Angels? Absolutely decimate them, nomads, pagans, whatever these groups are. How easy do you think it would be to wipe out the Chinese and Albanian mafias here in this country? Russians? Come on. You can't figure out the Russian mafia? Go to Brighton Beach. I don't know if they're still wearing leather jackets, but they're all there and they speak Russian. It's easy. Why don't they wipe them out? Why? And as this gentleman told me, because they need us. They need our circuitry. They want to put their blood in our veins. Let me say this again. They want to put their blood in our veins. When Antifa came along, you don't think the government wanted to stop Antifa, do you? Oh, no, no, they need Antifa. We need people we can turn on anytime. I want you. Come here. I may need you. Stay here. Black Lives Matter, I want you. Stay here. The Klan, I want you. If I need you. Probably don't, but I need you. I want everybody here. Because certain things I want to do, I might need. Might be Hegelian. Might be the old dialectic. Might be problem, reaction, solution. Thesis, antithesis. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, thesis, antithesis. No, no. A thesis, antithesis, and what the other one was? Synthesis. What am I trying to say? Maybe that. But all I know is if somebody said, all of a sudden, how do you think, how do you think American, American uh, public opinion is going for Palestine now after they see riots? What do you think about that? Is it going to go up or down? And if it's going to go down, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? What's the what's the purpose of this? If they're saying, no, no, wait, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it. Hey, everybody, calm down. The, the country's with us. The media are with us. Everybody's with us. Don't do anything to change the, the, the trend. Don't go on and rip American flags up. Don't go to Columbus Circle and Grand Central and this and that. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, no, no, no. We're winning. So why are they doing that? Why are they acting this way? Why are they acting in a way which is completely and totally antithetical? And why are the police kind of sitting back and letting them do this? You don't think 35,000 police can do this? 
the size of the uh the 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 size the size of the uh NYPD is like thirty five thousand for I don't know how many active they can have, but they can have ten thousand soldiers there like that in a minute. In a minute. Why don't they do that? Why don't they stop it? Because they don't want to stop it. I promise you, if all of a sudden they they did this thing one time where it was after the Republican National Convention. It was during Bloomberg. All of a sudden, the police came and they had these plastic, like like roll away gates, and they surrounded everybody. Like all of a sudden, they go, "Hey, what's going on here?" And they pulled them, and all of a sudden, people started saying, "What are we moving in for?" And they were like this because they were caught like this lasso, this. Do you think they want these riots? Yes. Could they stop them? Yes. Do you think the government could stop the mafia? Yes. This is the United States government. You don't think that they could stop they could stop anything they want. They don't want to. It's obvious they could the fact that they don't means who do they want to stop? Who? Who? You. You, they're worried about you. They want to shut you down and your words and your thoughts and your ideas and your dreams and your objections. They want to shut you down, not the bad guys. You're the bad guy. Sparky says, screenshot Super Chat was extreme to ensure uh, rejection. Seemingly innocuous ones are often rejected. Seems the goal is to affect your content in order to influence or not specific audience members. Uh, I would think, Sparky, and I thank you for that, anytime you are limited in saying something and it's seemingly innocuous and allowed to say something else, one could, I think, reasonably say that, hey, there are certain things they want me not to believe in. See, let me explain something. I am a conspiracy analyst. I live in a world where I don't believe in anything other than What's shown to me? I don't have ideas. Well, you know what should be like this. Who cares what it should be? Doesn't matter what it should be. This is the way it is. And right now we are being we are, we are shown to me very very simple. There is something very big going on, and you notice it. How in our country? What do they do? There's a you listen to talk radio. Oh my god! You have one of two things. Most talk radios say. We got to support Israel. Okay. I'm thinking right off the bat. Okay, I know who you are. I got it. I know who you are. I know. I know who you are. I got it. Life's not like that. Life's not like that. It's not either or. I don't know if the, if Hamas or the Palestinian movement or Qatar or whoever is this smart. But if somebody ever said to me, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go into a country or go into an area. We're going to basically, we're going to fire missiles and arm and use citizens as human shields. Oh, this is the truth. You, you, you might not want to think this and, and, and all the folks who are pro-Palestinian and bless their heart, but this is the truth. I mean, there are certain things you can say, come on, a little bit you, a little bit you, remember from Goodfellas, a little bit you, no, 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 a little bit you. Now, please. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. You want to deal with reality or not? Or do you want to talk about la-la land? That's up to you. 
Stand by it for a second, my dear friends, because speaking of La La Land, you know, let me tell you something. Christmas is, can you believe this? Christmas is just around the corner. We're already talking about Thanksgiving. Dear God. And one of the best, by the way, speaking about the paragons of free speech, is the great Mike Lindell from the great MyPillow. Let me tell you about my great friends at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. And by the way, use promo code Lionel. Use promo code Lionel and receive a free gift. No purchase necessary. And yes, I realize that gifts are free. It's a tautology. Get over it. Sue me. So what are we talking about? How about Giza Dream bed sheets? MyPillow 2.0. Sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it. Items to luxuriate and relax. And don't forget, Christmas is just around the corner. And yes, it makes a great stocking stuffer. And it's fine for dad or grad. Made by the greatest company from the greatest people in the greatest country. Or call 800-645-4965 if you're OG and see how quickly Mike Lindell answers the phone. 800-645-4965. But don't forget, only use promo code Lionel. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel. MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel. And you know they want to get Trump, right? You know this, right? They obviously want to stop Trump. They want to stop what Trump's doing. Trump has to get... They they, they have to sideline Trump. They got to put... They've got to destroy Trump. Trump is in the way. Trump is in the way and Trump is still fighting in a weird way, fighting the same battle the same way and the same. And I don't understand why. I do not understand why he's doing this. I do, but that's kind of moot at this particular point. It's moot at this particular point. Step back for for a second and ask yourself, why is this being done this way? Why are they fighting this way? What is happening? Why is this going on this way? I ask these questions. These are the things that we want. Now, so let me go back to what's going on. I want, during the course of this, for you to understand something. Before you say, I'm for Israel, I'm for Palestine, I'm for, okay, fine, that's great. You, your, your opinion doesn't really matter. So you don't have to come up with a, dis- a decision. I want you to look at what's happening. What are they telling you? What what position? Why is all this happening now? Okay. Think about this. Why is this happening now? He says. Now. That's the question I have. Now, I want you to do me a favor. And this means so much to me, you cannot imagine. Okay. Uh, for reasons I do not, you you talk about things, and I want to say this to you. Uh, 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 Sparky has brought up about limitations and um, you know censorship and the like. Let me tell you about this censorship, about this absolute censorship, which I know to be true, because we see it every single day, and it's very very troubling and problematic. Okay, oh look at this. He says maybe Mrs. L could play. Uh, with super chatting you, including a forbidden word or phrase such as the initials of a current Irish descent politician, and might uh, give you a feel for what is happening. Yes, in fact, but you you have given me a tremendous feel for this, Sparky, and I thank you for this. This is this is the believe me when I tell you this. Your super chats in particular. Now remember, you can still tell me the same idea, just use different language. That's all. But speaking of which, Sparky, you know what you can do? This is Mrs. L's um, Twitter account. 
So help me God. It's though there's a governor. If she gets five or 10 or 15 or whatever, it goes right down. There's a number she is stuck with. Now, Elon Musk, I don't know if you're listening or whatever it is, but I know what you're doing. And whatever you do to me is one thing, but you're doing this to my wife. All she's trying to do is help people and children, human trafficking. This, that, 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 that is the thing. And for some reason, she's on the list. So I want everybody, everybody right now to go to this. Go to this right now. Go to this list. Go to this list or this link rather and sign up for Mrs. L, especially if you've not done it before on Twitter. Look at this one right now. You're going to love this. Where is this? This is uh, Lionel's Indian Cigars. Indulge in the rich flavors of Lionel's Indian Cigars, a blend of tradition and taste, a journey in with every puff. Elevate your smoking experience. This is such a genius, the superimposition of my mug on actual uh, Indian headdress is just beyond genius. I, I wish I wish I had words to explicate uh, the particular uh, uh, love that I have of what you are doing. It's absolute genius. Okay? So one more time. This is it right here. They're doing it all the time to her. We live in a world of complete and total. Now, remember, and Sparky brings something up. If they can't let you say this, then say this. One time, I was on a radio show, and I did every, I told the most filthy jokes anybody has ever, but I cleaned them up, anybody's ever heard. I told a joke that if it were told normally, people would say, oh, that's gross. But I did it in such a way, and it was so bad. I one time talked about a certain uh, body part, orifices, and pudendal uh, uh, geography that had such feculence and fetid eye watery and people were getting sick and I didn't use any word that was verboten. It, it was, it defeated the purpose. It made it worse. I did a premise one time. I said, the only way, the only way, the only way that uh, an ethnic joke is funny as if it's true or if it makes sense. And one time I did a series of jokes. I did the punchlines. Ethnic jokes. And there was one that said, what do you get? I forget. Well, what do you get when you mix this and this? And the punchline was like, a car thief that can't drive. Okay, boom. And he said, I know what it is. I said, I didn't say it. I know what, and people were laughing because the punchline made sense. Not that it was true, but that it mathematically made sense. There were all these jokes. So I'm saying, you got to understand something. If you tell me I can't say it, I'm going to still say it. There was a story that I posted, and I want you to go on YouTube. This was this was a case, I'm not on YouTube, on uh, Twitter. This was a case, listen to this. In 1999, I want to read this story to you. D.C. Mayor Anthony Williams announced that he would rehire a former top aide who resigned because some city employees were offended that the aide used the word niggardly, N-I-G-G-A-R-D-L-Y. 
it means miserly. It means uh, stingy, Scrooge-like, uh, and uh, a a black colleague of Mr. Howard. His name is David Howard, by the way, and I believe I believe he was an African American himself. Uh, this is such. I'll never forget the story. Uh, David Howard. This was this was one of my favorite subjects. Uh, oh oh oh! There's this there's this there is a uh, there is a the David Howard incident. Uh, I believe he was, if I recall correctly, he was a uh, renowned was he Harvard? Anyway, they actually went. They actually 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 went crazy over this. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was... I could not... And that's when I realized, oh my God. And it wasn't the government doing that. People were doing it. Remember, it's not the thought police. It was the thought vigilantes. Because somebody heard this and didn't like the sound of it. Didn't like the sound of the name, even though they didn't look it up. It's like the other day somebody said, so what's if... By the way, one way around, they said around Super Chats perhaps might be using a VPN. And somebody said, what's a VPN? I said, are you going to look it up? Nope. Are you going to look it up? Nope. So I, I realized, this was in 99, right? So think about this. This is 24 years ago. I was doing talk radio and all that stuff. I realized we're doomed. Because something sounds like a word? Didn't matter. Didn't matter. There was a case years ago in uh, uh, in Tampa. There was a there was a pirate ship called the Widda. I think it's the Widda W Y D D A or something. Like that. And it was originally a slave ship, but the slaves overtook the uh, slave masters, commandeered it, and the slave uh, ship became a pirate ship of ex slaves. And if anything, it was a it was a testament to uh, you know conquering racism and slavery. And but by the way, the the pirates were bad anyway. Nobody wanted to, nobody wanted to have this because they said this is this was a slave ship. And they said, no, 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 the story was a slave ship that became it doesn't matter. So understand something right now. Those stupid people then, they're still here. They see things in two worlds. Pro-Israel, pro-Palestine, that's it. One or the other, pick a side. You can't have multiple plates. You can't say, well, I like it. No. Well, this word sounds like, no, 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 no. You can't use that word. Right. Can't use that word. It sounds like, well, I mean, no, you don't. Nothing's changed. Nothing. Nothing. So Sparky and others do not believe that everything that you hear in any way uh, is different. Anyway, uh, so my friends, please do me a favor. Follow Mrs. L. Thank you for all of this. And to you wonderful folks, Sparky and Edie Crowley. And Sparky, especially to you and your service to your country. We thank you and we respect you for that. And Barry Taylor, thank you. A corpsman in the Navy and Marines, thank you for your service. And Lionel's Indian Cigars, what are you going to say? All right, dear friends, have a great and glorious day. Thanks so much for being with us. What a day it's been. What a rare mood I'm in. Uh, We will uh, be back uh, 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 this evening at 7 p.m. Have a great and glorious day. Don't ever change a mean that sincerely. And don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. That's it.